Welcome to the Small Business Tax Savings Podcast, powered by Jetro. Each week, we bring extremely valuable accounting and tax tips specific to small business owners. You will be on your way to growing your business and putting more money in your pockets. Here's your host. Hello and welcome back to another episode. I am your host and CPA, Mike Jezoshek, founder of Jetro. Today's topic is on what is an S-corporation and why should I potentially elect to be one? Now, before we get into that, this episode is brought to you by Jetro, a digital accounting firm servicing business owners across the country, helping them relieve stress around financials and save thousands in taxes. Again, today's episode is what is an S-corporation and why should I elect to be one? And this episode is part of a multi-part series that we're doing on the S-Corporation. So if you're just jumping in now, I want to encourage you to check out our episode from two weeks ago called Pass-Through Entity, What Is It and What Does It Mean? Then check out last week's episode, What Is an LLC and How Is It Different from an S-Corporation? And taking those two episodes, combining with this one will really get you prepared. So what we're looking at today is we're going to talk about what an S-Corporation is and why you may want to elect to be taxed as an S-corporation. So let's first start out with the basics. What is an S-corporation? An S-corporation is a way to be taxed. It is not an entity type at the state level. So in order to be an S-corporation, you need to have at the state level an LLC or a corporation, and then you're simply electing for that LLC or corporation to be taxed as an S-corporation. So again, this is important because you're going to need to have an entity structure already set up in order to be an S-corporation. So if you're operating as a sole proprietor, you would not be able to elect to be uh, taxed as an S-corporation. You would first need to open an LLC or corporation and then elect to be taxed. And it's also important to note that if you elect to be taxed as an S-corporation, it does not change your entity structure at the state level. So if you're an LLC and you elect S-Corp status, you're going to remain an LLC with your state. Nothing changes on the entity setup level. So a lot of people ask that. I'm an LLC, so now I have to start a whole new company and do all this other stuff. No. If you're already set up as an LLC or corporation, it's simply a tax election. You're electing to be taxed as an S-Corporation. Now, where do you report activity from an S-Corporation? Again, check out our pass-through entity to um, pass-through entity episode to understand what that means. But uh, an S corporation, you report the business activity on an S corporation tax return. That's form 1120S. You're then going to get a K1 from that 1120S, which you will use to report that business income on your personal tax return. So you don't pay any corporate tax levels. You're going to pay the taxes personally, but you do need to file a separate business tax return, form 1120S which you'll get a K-1 that you use then to report that on your business tax or on your personal tax return. Now, note, this is different from a single member LLC. As a single member LLC, you simply file your business activity on your personal tax return via a Schedule C. But with an S corporation, again, you're required to file a separate business tax return, which will then flow through to your personal, your personal return. Now, one of the requirements with an S corporation is that you must run payroll. You must take a reasonable salary as an owner of a of an S corporation. And so this means that you're going to be an actual W2 employee of your business. 
Now, if you have other employees, this is not a huge deal, but if you're a solo business owner, you're going to need to implement a payroll service just to help you make sure that you're paying your taxes on time, you're filing the right tax returns, you're withholding the right amounts. So that is kind of one of the downfalls of an S-Corp is that a payroll is required, a reasonable salary is required. So the owners of the company must take a reasonable salary. Now, we talked about an LLC and how an LLC is taxed. So let's talk about an S-Corporation. Uh, with an S corporation is taxed on your personal level. So it's the same thing. It's a flow through entity or a pass through entity. There is no corporate tax at the, at the federal level. Instead, you pay taxes on the business income on your personal tax return via that K one that you received. So with an S corporation, you're going to pay your normal income tax rate on the income from the S corporation. And you're going to pay what I call self-employment taxes on that salary or that reasonable compensation that you take as the owner. So the regular income tax rate, that's what you're going to pay on whatever the profit of the business is. Um, and then you're going to pay this S, this self-employment tax. And with an S corporation, they don't call it self-employment tax directly, but that's essentially what it is. So when you run payroll to yourself as an employee of your S corporation, you're paying Social Security and Medicare taxes as an employee, and then you as the employer are matching those amounts. So essentially, you're paying self-employment taxes because that's exactly what self-employment taxes is. So with an S corporation, your normal income from the business, you just pay your normal income tax rate, but you also are paying self-employment taxes on whatever your reasonable salary is or your reasonable compensation that you're taking um, as an as a owner of the business. So if we compare this to a sole prop or a single member LLC, you can tell that the advantage is that instead of paying self-employment taxes on all of your business income, you're only paying it on the payroll portion. But any other earnings from the business are just taxed at your normal income tax rate. So essentially what we do is we take and split your business income into two pieces, a payroll piece and a dividends piece or an owner's draw. So I like to take it to use an example of this. this. The payroll piece, again, will be a portion of your income. You pay self-employment taxes, 15.3% on that salary. And then the dividend piece is not subject to self-employment tax. And that's really where the beauty is with an S corporation. So last week when we talked about an LLC, we used an example of $80,000 in business profit. And so I want to use that same example in this situation so that we compare directly where your tax savings might be with an S corporation compared to that sole proprietorship or a single member LLC. So let's assume your profit from your business is $80,000. And let's, let's assume that we determine a reasonable salary for the work that you're doing is $36,000. So in that example, you would pay, uh, you would pay self-employment taxes on that salary of $36,000, but the remaining $44,000, you know, the difference between that 80 and 36 would not be subject to self-employment taxes. So if we're set up as a sole prop or single member LLC, we're paying self-employment taxes on 100% of our income. So $80,000, we're paying just over $11,000 in self-employment taxes. If we serve as an S corporation, let's take that same $80,000 of income, but now we're going to take a reasonable salary of $36,000. In this scenario, we're only paying self-employment taxes on that salary, which is $5,500, just over $5,500. So by just looking at a sole proprietor single member LLC versus an S corporation, we see savings of just under $6,000, almost $5,800 in self-employment tax savings simply by electing to be taxed as an S corporation.
Now, a lot of people ask me and they say, okay, that's great, but I can't live on that $36,000 salary. I need the full $80,000. And that's totally fine. The room, you, you, you're going to take a reasonable salary, whatever that might be in this example, we did $36,000, but you still had profit of 80. So that remaining $44,000 difference, you're just going to take as an owner's draw or a dividend. You simply transfer the funds from your business account to your personal account or write your check and you do not pay self-employment taxes on that $44,000. You're still going to pay your normal income tax rate on the profit of your business, but the key here is minimizing the self-employment taxes on the not on the money that you take from the business that is not a salary. So uh, we're going to go through at the end, just kind of do a summary, but I just want to keep chugging along about some other key points here. So you might be saying, so when does it make sense to elect to be taxed as an S-corporation? And I'll, I'll start off by saying an S-corporation is not right for everybody. Typically, we say that if your business profit is roughly $40,000 or more, the S-corporation would likely make sense for you. And the reason that we set this threshold is because there are some added costs to an S-corporation, which we're going to discuss. But these added costs will eat into your tax savings if you're below this $40,000 profit mark and sort of wipe out most of your tax savings. So we would never advise someone to rush into an S-corporation if the additional costs to maintain that S-corporation are going to wipe out the savings that you get from it. So again, when does it make sense to elect to be taxed? We say profit roughly, this is just a general statement, of $40,000 or more. If you're under that, it's not necessarily going to hurt you. It's just most of your tax savings are going to get eaten up with some additional costs that the S-corp requires. Now, one other disclaimer is that some cities and states like New York City, for example, or Tennessee as a state are not friendly to S-corporations. So double check an S-corp makes sense in your specific location prior to making any changes. There are also some requirements that need to be met in order to be able to elect an S-corp status. We're going to discuss this in a, in a future episode. We talk about setting up the S-corporation, what that process looks like. Um, and finally... So we talked about some of these added costs, and so I want to dive into that. What are the downfalls to being an S-corporation? What, what are some of the reasons why we might not want to be an S-corporation? And so as I mentioned previously, if you're not profiting $40,000 or more, some of these costs in the S-corporation, some of these additional costs to maintain an S-corporation will eat up some of your tax savings. So the two main downfalls of an S-corporation, you have to file a separate business tax return. So unlike a sole proprietorship or single member LLC, which are simply filed on your personal tax return, with an S-Corp, you have to file a separate business tax return on Form 1120-S. And this tax return is generally going to be a little bit more complicated than just a traditional Schedule C. And, the, and therefore, there's going to be costs. There's going to be more additional costs to prepare that tax return. Now, fortunately, if any of we have clients on here, any potential future clients, all of our packages include the S-Corp tax return in there because we assume that a lot of our clients are going to be using an S-Corp. So we're just wrapping that cost into that automatically. So one downfall, major downfall of an S-Corporation is you have to file a separate business tax return, which is typically a little bit more complex, which brings some added preparation costs. The second downfall is that you have to run payroll. You have to run a reasonable salary to yourself. So if you already have employees adding another one, yourself is not a huge deal. 
However, if you do not currently have employees, you would want to set up a, uh, a payroll system so that you can properly withhold taxes, file payroll tax returns, and pay those taxes then to the government agencies. And so to set up that payroll system, it's going to bring a hard cost. And that hard cost, I would say, generally ranges from 50 bucks a month to 120 bucks a month. So, um, you know, that's the additional, that's one other additional downside is that you're going to have this payroll software that you need to pay for um, in order to run payroll to yourself as an employee. The only other kind of downfall was if you, again, live in a, live in a city or state where they're not escort friendly, um, that would be one other downfall where you want to check with that, check with an advisor to see, um, you know, just to make sure that things are right in, in your specific location. And one other kind of nice feature of the S-Corp is that the audit rates are significantly less compared to a Schedule C filing. So that is one kind of added benefit that you get from the S-Corporation over and above the self-employment tax savings is that your risk of an audit go down with an S-Corporation. So again, just kind of want to summarize what we talked about. I know it's a lot of information and I know this stuff can sometimes be complex, which is why we're trying to split it up in multiple episodes so we can break it down for you. We're also going to have articles on our website that you can look at. Uh, the links will be in the show notes so you can go look at these specific, um, these, you know, uh, read it if you prefer to also kind of combo that with, with listening to it. But an S-corporation is, again, simply a way to be taxed. It is not an entity type. You have to be an LLC or a corporation set up at the state, and then you elect for that business to be taxed as an S-corporation. You still remain an LLC or you still remain a corporation as your entity structure. It's just an election to be taxed a certain way. And you report your income or your business activity from the business on a business tax return, an S-corp tax return, which is Form 1120-S. It's still a pass-through entity. So you're going to get a K-1 from that 1120S, which you'll use to report the activity on your personal tax return. As mentioned, the IRS requires that all owners of an S corporation take a reasonable salary. So you're required to run payroll to yourself as a W-2 employee of the company. Now, there is no corporate level, federal corporate level tax as the S corporation. That business tax return we file is just an information return. Um, so you'll end up paying the taxes personally. And so there's two ways that an S corp gets taxed. You pay your regular income tax rate personally for the income or profit from the business. And then you're also going to pay what I call self-employment taxes. They don't call that directly, but you pay essentially on the salary, that reasonable salary that you take, you're paying self-employment taxes on that salary because you're paying for social security and Medicare, both as an employee and an employer, which is what self-employment taxes are. So you pay self-employment taxes on the payroll or salary that you take, but any income over and above your payroll, you just pay your normal income tax rate and avoid self-employment taxes. This is the big advantage to an S corporation. So essentially we split your business income into two pieces, a salary piece and then a dividends piece or an owner's draw. That salary gets hit with that self-employment tax of 15.3%, but the dividend or that owner's draw does not. So when we compare this to a sole proprietorship or a single member LLC, with a sole prop or single member LLC, we had a profit in the business of $80,000 with self-employment taxes of a little over 11300 But in this, the example that we gave previously in this episode, we took that same $80,000 in profit and we assumed that a reasonable salary that you were going to take a salary of $36,000. So you're going to pay self-employment taxes on that $36,000, which is only $5,500. 
So simply just by doing an S corporation in that scenario on $80,000 in profit, we're saving close to $5,800 in self-employment taxes. Again, you have $80,000 in profit. You take a $36,000 salary that leaves 44,000 left over. That's money that you just take a dividend on or an owner's draw or an owner's distribution where you just transfer the money from the business account to your personal account. You do not pay self-employment tax on that dividend piece, just the salary part that we're talking about. And so when does it make sense to be an S corporation? Typically we say due to the cost, the extra cost and and hassle of of being an S corporation, we say, wait till your business profit is about $40,000 or more per year before we elect to be taxed as an S corporation. And the two, again, major downfalls of an S corporation on why we say wait till you hit that $40,000 mark is that you have to file a separate business tax return. So you have to file an 1120S, which is usually complex, has an added cost because it's another tax return that you have to file. And you also have to run payroll for yourself. And so if you already have employees, not a huge deal. You just add another employee. But if this is the first employee, you're, you yourself are going to be your company's first employee. You do have to get a payroll software in, which brings a monthly charge for it. And so those two combined, the separate business tax return and the payroll piece are a reason that we would say, wait till you hit about that $40,000. Because if you go under that, it's not necessarily going to hurt you. But the cost to do that business tax return, the cost to do that payroll are going to eat into a lot of your tax savings that you're getting from moving to an S corporation. And again, there are some cities and states, most are not, but there are some cities and states that are not S corp friendly. So double check with an advisor in your specific area to make sure that makes sense. Most cities and states are S corp friendly. So they do make sense. Um, and then one final note again, that the, a nice feature of the S corp is that the audit rates are significantly less compared to a Schedule C or a sole prop single member LLC filing. So again, this is a multi-part uh, series that we're doing. The first two episodes, we the first episode we did was a pass-through entity. What is it and what does it mean? So check that one out if you haven't already. The second episode we did was what is an LLC and how is it different from an S corporation? Today's episode is what is an S corporation and why should I elect to be one? And in the future, in the next couple of weeks, we're going to talk about this salary. So we talked about today that you're required to take a salary as an S corporation. But what does that mean? What amount do you use? So we're going to talk about that. And then we're also going to talk to you and walk you through the steps about how you can go about electing S corp status for your business so that you can make this change if you want to avoid some a portion of that self-employment taxes. So again, if you haven't checked out our previous episodes, check them out. Check out the articles in the show notes so you can get some reading context with all that we're talking about. Um, if you have questions, reach out to us. Shoot us an email. Reach out to us on our Facebook group. And uh, I look forward to kind of continue to dive into this topic and really just bring some clarity around this. Again, the idea behind moving this to a multi-part series is so that we can baby step through this and not throw everything all together at you at once, but walk through this process, what it means, how you implement it, and why it might make sense for you. So thanks again for listening to another episode. I will see you guys next week. Now, one last thing before I go. Don't forget to check out our podcast website at www.jetrotax.com. Simply click resources and then podcast where you can go there and check out our past episodes. Also, don't forget to join our free bookkeeping training program and free Facebook group. I've provided links to both of these in the show notes below. This has been another episode of the Small Business Tax Savings Podcast from the team at Jetro. 
If you enjoy our weekly episodes, please leave a review on whatever platform you listen to us on and share with other business owners. If you have any questions or future topics you want to hear, email them to tax at jetrotax.com. Thanks for listening and have a great day.